Hello and welcome to Off Piste, where we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about pop culture's biggest questions. I'm Neil Whitehead. I'm Dan Luck. And I'm Dan Tull. And this week... What's the most underused weapon in fiction? So, um, in fiction, there are plenty of fantastical and wonderful weapons that are often displayed. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Hero Turtles, depending on where you're from, um, they have loads of weapons, but they never really use them to like stove a guy's head in or stab a guy. They just sort of clink around. So we were wondering, what are like the most underused weapons in fiction? Mr. Whitehead, take the floor. Right. Now, I'm going <laughs> to be that guy straight away and admit that I'm not talking about a weapon. Right. I'm talking about something that should be used as a weapon because it's clearly wicked powerful. Right. right? The Axio spell from Harry Potter. Oh, the. Uh, the it's one, a summoning charm. Like, isn't it Accio? Accio. I d- yeah. Once again, I don't, I don't know. I, I think don't, it's Accio. Accio, fine. Alright. Um, Accio? Accio, maybe? Cassio. That's a keyboard. Oh, I know, it's, no, it's a calculator. Or a watch. Or mm. a watch calculator. Those would be very useful in Harry Potter, I'm sure. They would be really useful, wouldn't they? <laughs> very they useful. time, and they don't seem to have clocks. No. See, my point is, right, so, we've lost Voldemort, and he's terrorised in the school. Accio Voldy. Oh, there he is. Ah, uh, it doesn't work. Doesn't work on living things, does it? No. Right, so, when we see Voldemort running away, Accio his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming! Or even, fuck it, it Accio his wand. Can't do that. Why not? Can't do it on ones. All right, fuck it. Accio <laughs> everything else. He wears like rings in business. Over <laughs> here, dickhead. Accio Voldemort's fillings. You could do his skin, couldn't you? That's alive, I think. It's a living. Accio his head. No, he's bald. Accio <laughs> <laughs> his nose. Oh. Well, that was just stupid because noses are alive. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, um, what? But for example, sentient noses. Like you, you know the bit in in the fir- I think it's the first one where they're trying to cheat at Quidditch and someone's using a charm to fuck up. A Harry Potter's broom? Yeah. Accio, his fucking broom. <laughs> then he just dies. They're, they're no, just... then he just flies away and is fucked. They, they, they were... No, then he plummets into the crowd and kills... No, because he just sat on the broom and the broom flies away. He uses it later in um, when he's fighting the dragons. He's like, come here, broom. Yeah, but the I think the, the point of that spell is that you can summon things to you... But as is typical in Harry Potter, there are like arbitrary rules that pop See, up. See, I actually... I, I, I looked it up... All right. And apparently you can summon almost anything that hasn't had uh, a charm put on it to stop it being robbed. Oh, okay. So, God, being but, a thief in Harry Potter must be easy as shit. See, this is my point. Who's putting that charm on their underwear? Voldemort must wear underwear. I'm saying. So you can just oh. summon him by his nads. Just an fact- atomic wedgie. God, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's going to be pretty. I'm not saying it's going to be pretty. Because Voldemort's underwear just torn up through his anus. How many, how many followers do you think he's going to maintain if you rip all his clothes off and wedgie him? They're going to disrespect. And you can do it at any time. Or, or, right, offer him a necklace, and he'll be like, "Oh, thanks. Uh, That's really nice. I'm going to still kill you, Harry Potter." And then be like, "Akio necklace." And just rip his head off. (laughs) But also, like the fact that, like, there was bullies in Hogwarts. There were. They're shit bullies. Like, you can give people long-distance wedgies, steal their glasses, steal... Like, you know, like, at school when people used to take something yours and play keep, keep away? All yeah. too well. Carry on. That's way easier <laughs> when you can just be like, his stuff over here. Mm. Um, well, yeah, I, I'd like to see, like, a um, like a high school-esque, you know, drama, comedy drama, 
series of Hogwarts, like without all the bollocks of like fate and you know the chosen ones and oh, yeah, good no, versus like... evil, just like what it was to be in the background while all that was going on. Like I just want to pass me owls. Yeah, just like yeah, I, I, I genuinely just want an education. And maybe you could have someone people... sold me a sweet that turned me into a fucking bird again. <laughs> They're undoubtedly in Hufflepuff, like without a shadow. Yeah, it's got to be. A, it's like yeah, trials of a Hufflepuff, and like because Hufflepuff were shit. A Hufflepuff, and the rest. A, a Hufflepuff from like Muggle parents who's just is this? A like... half-blood. No, mud-blood. A mud-blood. Yeah, Alright, wait, blood. we don't use that kind of language on the podcast now. Sort it out. Triggered. <laughs> I don't know that much I'm going full toddler over here. Oh yeah, my you dear. You say what you want, it's a fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's not actually a mud-blood out there that's like, oh, you bastard. Like, you I bet squibs, squibs get Aki O'Neill's piercing. Squibs? Is oh, that'll be a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days, that would tear clean out of my face. It would. O'Neill has his lip pierced. <laughs> that's legitimate... Imagine if you had a penis piercing. Oh. Don't do that if you're a wizard. Oh, well, things not to do if you're a wizard. Piercings of any kind. No. Straight out. Any- your Uncle Albert. Or, or Prince Albert, even. charm the fuck out of your penis piercing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so a tattoo is not living. You just rip it from their skin. That would hurt. Oh yeah, no, that's a good point though, because all the Death Eaters, oh they're magical tattoos though, they're probably protected. Mm. I don't think they would, you wouldn't think to do it, would you? You wouldn't think someone's yeah. going to try Until to someone does it. Until all of them are like, Akio Death Eater tattoos, and all the Death Eaters are just like, well fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that really stings! <laughs> that's really nasty! Look for all the people with blood coming out of their sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, look for all the fuckers with fucking tattoos on their wrists. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be hard to find. It's actually... Huh. Everyone's wearing long sheep shirts. How are we going to deal with this? Oh, you want to work at Hogwarts? Roll your shit up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you got me. Uh, I think they can remove them with magic because Snape got rid of his. Yeah. Now. Or just but, some foundation. Like when did he? Did he? Some concealer. Know. When there's a troll in the dungeon, Accio Troll Club. But also, right? That's what they kind of do. They maybe. Guardian Leviosa. It. Just Accio Quirrell's turban. Yeah. Or Just, maybe that could be oh. a hate crime if he's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. oh, oh, so to be sorry. fair, he's very white. <laughs> Why has he got a turban on? Yeah, because but magic. Imagine shit. you've got Godric Gryffindor's sword in your hand, mm. and then you Accio his cloak. Accio some dude's cloak and just stand there with a sword in front of you and watch him just get I, fucked up. I suspect that sword would disappear immediately because that's a very non-Gryffindor thing to do and it mm. only shows itself to Alright, do it with a prison shiv. Sharpen your toothbrush on a imagine rock. Imagine the state of the shivs in Azkaban. Like, you uh, think a magic shiv. It's just like a filed down wand that they're just jabbing into someone's neck <laughs> while screaming. Yeah. What's the... What's the Avada Kedavra? Avada Kedavra. Mind you, don't <gasps> stab Dragon heartstring. <laughs> Also, I feel like if you're using a d- Avada Kedavra, you don't need to stab someone. Like, you have killing curses. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's stupid that the, the good guys never think to use that when they're against, like, baddies. They Doesn't Harry Potter use that at the end? I don't know. No, he tries to use it in the books against Bellatrix. Uh, or maybe he does in the film. I don't know. The films are shit. But, um, and then, wow, that's a bold move. They are. Um, I've not seen them. And then, he, um, and then he gets knocked down and they're like, Oh, you couldn't use the killing curse. And he's like, no, I did try. You just, you're a bear wizard. <laughs> Wait, can you get hit by a killing curse and just, oh, I'm a bear no, wizard? You sorry, mate. No, he's like, well, Harry gets hit by it twice and doesn't die. So it's, you know. Um, but he tries it. He, he like gets like the Avada out and then they disarm. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of Harry Potter, like the research in the wizard world would be into shorter spell names. Because like well, Accio's nice and short. You can do it wordlessly. Like, 
Dumbledore yeah, routinely does. And in Use the- killing curses wordlessly? I yeah, think so. Probably. I think, I think Dumbledore's a straight up G. Mm. They try and learn it in the books, so, and apparently it's way difficult because you've got to like, <laughs> not use your mouth. In the films, Which some people just really struggle with. In the films, they obviously they couldn't have people just screaming things out every time because it would just be an episode of Digimon. You know, like, yeah, no. Um, it, so they, so everyone's wordless in it, and it's like, oh, okay. It would make a really chaotic battle scene if everyone's just screaming at the top of their lungs yeah. all the time. But it works in a book because you know, because you get told what those spells mean. When someone shouts something, you're like, oh, they've done that. Oh, yeah. that's bad. Magic but also, in a book, you don't have to deal with the chaos of a hundred people shouting at once. Whereas in a film, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, just everyone just yelling over each other. Indiscreet bolts, like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, subtitling people would have had a nightmare it's just like from bottom to top different colours <laughs> they shout spells just in <laughs> to be fair that's probably what they'd have to go with yeah. spells happen deal with it what you, spells just are... the word magic <laughs> exclamation point <laughs> the magic <laughs> ta-da jazz hands so, yours is Akio I feel like let's be real of all the weapons <clears throat> it's it's pretty good because it, it's limitless range. Anything you can think of, you can summon. Is it definitely limitless? Is that that's right? what it said on the Harry Potter Wikipedia? That's crazy talk, though. Like, I mean, it, it, from a legitimate not the Harry Potter view. Wikipedia, the Harry Potter Wiki. They have their own thing. So, yeah, the Harry Potter Wikipedia mm-hmm. it works. Um, but they like if you just went, I want all the gold in the. Well, you have to have a specific thing in mind, so you can't just be like gold in general. You have to be thinking about specific gold. Oh, right, so you can't, you can't just be like, I want... You, you can't assume something. No. Okay. So that's why I said you have to be able to see Voldemort in the Forbidden Forest, and then when he runs away, you oh, can just go... Harry couldn't see his fireball when he summoned his broom. Yeah. No, no, but he, he knew what the firebolt looked like, whereas you don't know what Voldemort's wearing, so you might summon the wrong rug. Or oh, what his penis basically looks like. This is where it starts to fall apart, because he, he summons that broom. Yeah. It doesn't say my fireball. Just says Akio. No, but he's got it in his mind. That could be any all the fireballs in the world nah. coming towards him at that nah, point. No, nah, no, it's it's all mental. No, shut up. It's all mental. Like at that point he should have been impaled by like I don't know what the production cycle is for. Well, there's a not that many wizards. <laughs> well there's, apparently there's some in America. Well there are now, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. There always were. Newt but... Scamander. Well he's from the books. Yeah, I know. Um, but he's American. <laughs> he's English. I or is he? Yeah, he's travelled there. Ah, I need to brush he's up searching for beasts. Oh, and right where to find them. Well, I presume he knows where to find them. Yeah, Speaking has, he, of... He has them all in a, in a briefcase, and then that opens. I, I found one. It turns out they were all in my briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> I think it opens, and they're all in New York. And that's mm-hmm. the film. Speaking board. of fantastic beasts, that leads me quite nicely onto my underused weapon. Uh, in the third Hobbit movie... Oh, yeah. Like I think it's just before the Battle of the Five Armies is about to start, and I think... It's like the orc army or something. These giant, and I mean giant, yeah. worm things just <laughs> burst out of the hills and create these massive tunnels to allow like more orcs through or something, and then promptly fuck off and are never seen again for the rest of the movie. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but surely in such an enclosed space with like four opposing armies coming at you, some giant worms erupting out of the ground underneath them, taking out possibly like hundreds at a time, All would be them. really useful. Well, to be honest, at that stage. Don't send in your army. There's four armies, and then fuck them up with worms. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the issue I have with the with that final Hobbit film. In that, um, they had they introduced those worms, hmm. and say now we've got the Hobbit films and we've got the Lord of the Rings films. Um, so 
Soon there'll be people who will watch them for the first time as a complete series. A sextilogy. Yeah. I believe they've, they're just bringing out like a DVD set of like all six movies, but all extended. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll buy that. Um, but that's literally an entire lifetime. Yeah. You start watching it when you're born and you finish when you actually die. Yeah. Or you die as a result of watching it either way. But, I mean, it's good in that they steadily will get better for the viewer. But the issue I have is that that is a lack of continuity because they don't come back or they're not referenced to have died no. Or there's no signs of them in the next films. No. And and so, someone makes a comment when they come out. It's like, oh, the world eaters are here. It's something and like that. they turn up and, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, we know what they are. And the audience, without... The fuck is that? Yeah, like, and then they probably just disappear think, for the rest of the movie. I think they're briefly what? mentioned in some of the appendices of The Hobbit as like things that exist and maybe at one time made some holes. Mm. They but they make very it. convenient holes. I think that that was like their entire shtick for yeah. when they appeared for about 20 seconds in the movie. I mean, it was... It was, it was there are a lot of things wrong with that movie. It's a huge amount. Of, the worst thing is that that weird monobrow guy got so much screen time. In yeah, the, the comic film. relief, who just added like a dickhead to everybody and then didn't even get his come up. I've not even slightly seen this movie. So the... Um, He's basically like a worm tongue light. He works for Stephen Fry and he's a bit snivelly. So and, Stephen Fry being the mayor of Lake Town, yeah. I thought you might have meant actual Stephen Fry. He doesn't play anything far. No, he's pretty much just Stephen Fry in it. Um, he's pretty much Stephen Fry in everything he's in, really. Yeah, a dragon fell on him. Um, that is true. That's not ideal. It's not yeah. great. You don't want that to happen. But um, arguably yeah. an overused weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that dragon. Yeah, we no, it's a shit weapon. It kills one person the entire time that it's burning down Lake Town. Really? It falls on the on the mayor. Because I know in the book it like burns down half the town. It does. Oh, it does. But everyone gets out. Oh, yeah, almost. Yeah, you see very few people, if anyone, no dying. One, no, no one dies. In the Do you fire. not see them because they're trapped probably... inside burning buildings and are suffocating? No, 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 of... no, they get them out. There, there's nothing to suggest that all of them didn't survive. Not even any charred remains. No, like, nothing. You've no Uncle nothing. Owen. Bard doesn't no, shoot down Amaru. with a bow in it, either. What? What's even the point? His bow gets broken, he gets the string, straps it between, like, two pillars, uses his son's shoulder as the guide... Oh, yeah. And then pings it into... Right. Um... Let's talk quickly about bows. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how they work. The string doesn't stretch. It's not a fucking bungee. The whole point is that the arms flex. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, physics just is ignored a lot. Oh, there's a, there's bit... a bit legless. Oh. <laughs> like so right near the end. He's on a bridge and it's crumbling, right? Okay. Falls into pieces and he jumps from brick to brick like as it's fucking falling. Mario. To be fair, that's like a standard kind of movie thing. I don't no, think it no, is. No, no, no. Not... Not in the rules that have been set. Like Legolas does some pretty cool stuff. It he walks amount- on top of snow. It, yeah, but that, but that, like in two towers, he slides down some stairs on a shield, pings it off into an Urukai's neck, and starts shooting. And yeah. he's shooting all the way down, which is nonsense. But nonsense, but it's but it's within think, the realm of believability. Yeah, he's, because it's he's a fantasy good enough. World. He's light enough and nimble enough, and he's in this. He's amped up to be, you know, the best fighter. You mm. think, yeah, you could get away with that. But then he's jumping on all these rocks, and then you just think, well, this is bollocks. This doesn't make it. I mean, yeah, it's a fantastical, magical setting, but well, the thing it, is, has, it has set it, rules. Yeah, also, it's not it doesn't look that good. magical. It's not like your D and D ass shit where everyone has a thousand spells. No. There is magic about, but it's not used that often. That's why. Gandalf I mean, he's not a really choice. a magical character, really, is he? He's just incredibly good. Yeah, at it's, like, what their, elves? it's their biology that's yeah. really the thing. Elves are inherently magical. They have light feet and can see far and, and live for. Ever, well, that's because of the ring that they have. Oh, um, I suppose. But uh, yeah, back to the worms. Because yeah, on, they, so, they, all they have to do is a couple of laps of that field, and they've got everyone. How, Pretty how much. big are these big worms? Like they real are, big. 
big enough to make two tunnels that I would say are like Dartmouth Tunnel. So probably something like that. So we're talking like twenty meters across. Yeah, they're they massive. are big. Probably big. I was like thinking, real couldn't big you hollow out the area under the battlefield Absolutely. and yes. just drop all four armies into a big hole with and ease. then fuck off? With Absolutely. Yeah. My favorite part of Battle of the Five Armies actually. There's a scene where um, all the like um, Thorin's dwarves come out, and Thorin, Barlin, the big bald one. Mm-hmm. Keely Feely and Frodo go off to an ice lake, which is just away from the battle. You mean Bilbo, right? Uh, yeah, Bilbo, sorry. Yeah. Um, I got confused. To, <laughs> to um, fend off another 10,000 orcs that are coming in. That's a lot of orcs. Yeah. So, and um, and what happens is there's like a pale orc who's bad guy. Yeah, no, I know him. So Thorin fights He's him. like the, the new Lurtz. Lurtz. I can't so remember his name. Thor- Azog. Um, Azog. So Thor- Azog. Thorin fights him. Keely and Feely both get killed. Mm-hmm. Bilbo gets knocked out. That's Bilbo's kind of go-to move. Yeah, it, that, that's yeah. what happens. Um, so then, obviously, Thorin mortally wounded, but he manages to kill Azog. Um, what about fight, the other 10,000? Well, the fighting basically ends. <laughs> you don't really see what happened to the 10,000, but Barlin is alive. <laughs> so there is the assumption that Barlin stood there as everyone else arsed around, dying, <laughs> getting knocked out, and just went... I've got to do this job. <laughs> well, there's 10,000 of them and one of me, so that seems pretty much fair. <laughs> he killed them all, because they're gone. They're not in the film. <laughs> that's, that's... I want to see that in the extended edition. Like, uh, Is it Barlin or is it Dwalin? I think it's Dwalin. Which one? Dwalin's the bald one, isn't he? He's like hard as nails. Barlin's the old... Barlin no. is Gimli's dad? Yeah, ba- Barlin, Barlin's the older one, so I've got um, that wrong. Barlin's in The Lord of the Rings, isn't he? He's as in a the skeleton. Yeah. Well, all right, he's still in it. He's more in it than you are. Well, I never claimed to be in it. Well, exactly. Simmer down. <laughs> Dwalin definitely could have been in it because man can take on armies. Yeah. Li- li- but also, like, not a small... 10,000 people is a fucking shitload of people. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've met 10,000 people in my life. No. <laughs> I don't think I have. But I just love that assumption that you have to come to. You logically must conclude that he that took he on just one absolutely spoiled 10,000 orcs. <laughs> one small fat man beat 10,000 big green dudes in a fight. And then no one celebrated it at all. And, yeah, and then no one was like, no credit. Barlin, the, the fuck? Barlin. <laughs> Dwalin. Dwalin, coolest shit I ever saw, dude. I'm not ever fucking... No, they're going to sing just, songs about you then next week. soaked like, in blood. To, to be fair, if I saw someone kill 10,000 people, I wouldn't bring it up either. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be like, okay. Not one. Not one for the dinner table. So, do, 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 do you want to go for a pint, Dwalin? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to upset that guy. It's not worth it. about 10,000 orcs? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing about 10,000 orcs, Dwalin. Honestly, we got this issue with Sauron. What? <laughs> <laughs> On a similar note to the worms, like those bats as well. Oh my god! Those bats were bred for one thing. War. And then like on this line from Legolas. Yeah. Wonderful. That, that represents one of the armies. Yeah. Which is wrong. It's, it's it was meant to be goblins and wargs. Yep. And then the three races of men, which is elves, um, dwarves, and men. Yeah. People. Five armies, right? Yep. In this, the wait goblins and wargs. No, go- goblins and wags are two separate ones. But well, wags are just wolves. Yeah, but they, they count as an army. They're, there's an army of them. Oh, that's mad. I think. Um, Wait, where do the orcs come from then? Sorry, the orcs, are, the orcs and goblins are the same thing. Like, right. um, I got confused. But so that that's the five, and then in this they have the humans, the elves, the dwarves. They have the orcs and bats. <laughs> that's they just good. erupt out of some tower. Giant bats, and then make their way like to bats. the. I like bats. 
but they're giant bats. Do you know how much... Like, they were bred for one thing. Whoa. The most common bat in the UK weighs about as much as a two-pound coin. Do you know how much bigger you got to get before they're threatening? <laughs> like, Legolas rides one at one point. That's oh, yeah, he does, yeah. No, it's not, though, because it, it looks like shit. Oh. A lot of what Legolas does in those movies He looks, looks like, like he's made of See, bendy rubber. He know, does. He looks weird. I don't know if we've mentioned this bag. before, but The Lord of the Rings has done exactly what Star Wars did. Yeah. Really good trilogy, and then weird CG bullshit trilogy. Yeah, with yeah, a yeah. CG Billy Connolly as well, riding Might a ball. Might have not been in the film. Yeah. It, all it did was just weird me out. I mean, it's it's like, his voice. Uh, yeah, it's his voice, and it was his face, but all completely rendered is, by a computer. Is Billy was, Connolly okay? No, he doesn't he's look not, okay. I feel like he didn't great I thought, shape. I thought, honestly, I thought he was dead. If um, he dies before this episode comes out, then we're gonna... then I'm a fucking prophet, but not the good kind. Yeah, uh, no, you're a kind of prophet. I'd be upset yeah. to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not I saying I'll be upset. If goes. Honestly, at I this stage, actually, I'm just relieved he's alive. I think I saw on Twitter recently that he's like touring something, so he may be doing he will, slightly he better. Will struggle with that. He's not looking well. But anyway, enough about the Billy death of Billy Connolly. I better not die. Um, <laughs> nah, he'll, uh, I, uh, forever, right? I've chosen uh, Gypsy Thunder from Gypsy Thunder. Gypsy Thunder from Pacific Rim. Mm. Gypsy Danger. I can't. remember. I think it is Gypsy Danger. Gypsy, I think we mentioned it on last Gyp- podcast Gypsy before. Gypsy Danger Thunder. Um, and um, so in in in, uh, in Pacific Rim, which is a film about giant robots fighting giant monsters, a lot a lot wrong with it. But um, there's a lot right with it. There's, there's some good stuff. But there's a scene where um, main it's Gypsy robot, Danger, which is called Gypsy Danger, is fighting a beast. The beast sprouts wings and then carries Gypsy Danger up into like the stratosphere, and. Um, they're like, oh no, it's over, we're done. And, and at this point, sorry, the fight has been against two kaiju monsters, um, during which two out of the four giant robots have been killed. There was the Chinese one with three arms. And then the Russian one, which is a nuclear reactor. Yeah. Um, which is made up... Is that oh, racist? The, the whole movie's sort of fucking um, nonsense. But yeah, so they're both dead, and then almost the third one died. Yeah. But they're okay. Um, so, with that in mind... As this beastie is pulling them up into the stratosphere, they're like, we've got no other options. Nothing else we can Use do. Use the sword! They have a giant Cube sword button. that they press a... <laughs> out of the hand and neatly one-hits this beast. Instant death. And every subsequent use of this, which is one more time, it one-hits these creatures. And they rate them as a scale of like one to four. Yeah. One being the weakest, four being the strongest. And it takes down a level four in one hit, which... Presumably, is the best thing you can do. But they also have that. But they never just—they never lead with the sword. But they, they, they all have to charge up these cannons yeah, that they, take forever. They've got the big plasma cannons that, like one, hit, like just gib the kaiju, and they're charging them up during the fight. No, charge them up before the fight. We watched you spend twenty minutes walk through the sea to get there. What are you doing? I mean, the whole, take it in the I'm going to actually modify my thing to just the robots in general, if that's okay. See, I'm going to come straight out and say that those robots were overused, right? Ditch the walking robots. You know all the kaiju come out of a rift in the sea? One hole. What, build a, nah, five of those plasma cannons and maybe some arms with the swords on them. No, Round I, the no, hole. Just, Job's good. I just think a, a solid, like, because it, it's a it's a three-dimensional portal, isn't it? You can come out anywhere. Maybe? Um, I think it's just a, like, it's a tear... But in, like, space. Okay. Well, even still, put a ball that is mesh of those swords around it, and then they come out, and they're in that ball, then another one comes up behind it... And pushes them through. Pushes them through it, harvests the organs and remains and stuff. 
You've got food. What I don't get is how it took them so long to think, should we put a nuke through that hole? Yeah, all right. It was well easy to do. Like, yeah. If they'd done it when they had 20,000, like, they, they say, like, we used to have 200 of these robots, and now we've only got four. Well, also, you could have really done some great work with all those they, 200. They built a wall around America and Canada for some reason. It didn't work. It didn't work at all. There's, but, one, there's one around Australia that at the opening of the film, a guy just walks through. Do you know how much it would cost to build a wall around America and Canada? 20 quid. All of the money in the universe. Do you know how many nukes we have right now? Fucking shitloads. How was that not their first res- Before deciding, well, we'll just build a shit wall around two countries. No, get... <laughs> Some nukes. You've got loads. Fucking throw them down the hole and see what's up. <laughs> There's going to be a sequel. There is, yeah. Um, Pacific and... Rim 2, Rim Harder. Oh, God. Well, apparently they're going to experiment with the idea of like a half kaiju, half mech. What are they calling it? Uh, Jaeger. Jaeger bombs. Um, so it's kind of know. a kind of um, biopunk thing. Yeah, but it doesn't fit with the universe, does it? Didn't, <clears throat> didn't, um, fucking, what's the movie with the prawns? Oh, oh, district. Uh, Didn't they have uh, that? District Nine. 9. Yeah. Didn't they have like half human, half? No, they, they get turned into them eventually. Oh my god, yeah, I the, fucking love that movie. He becomes, becomes a prawn at the end. Prawn, you fucking it's a, prawn. It's a real like heavy-handed metaphor for apartheid, though, isn't it? Not subtle. Yeah, not, like... not even a little bit subtle. <laughs> yeah. so, they like the blicks. Well, you know, we get it, mate. Honestly, we understand. <laughs> I like that film though, it's good. It's, it's sort of, like, Chappie is sort of a sequel to that movie. Yeah, the thing is, that it's Neil Blomkamp, and he is, he does some really cool visual stuff. Yeah. Um, but he shouldn't be left to write his own stuff. Cause, really? Because Ch- I didn't think Chappie was very good. I and, enjoyed Chappie. And Elysium. I, I've not garbage. seen Elysium. <clears throat> Elysium is about, it, but, but Neil Blomkamp was originally, originally um, tasked with doing a Halo film. Yeah, I remember. Um, and then it, for some reason, didn't go ahead. And he obviously had a lot of stuff left over that he wanted to work with, which I think became Elysium, because in that there's this ring world in the a halo in, planet, in space. maybe. Yeah, it's a, it's a halo. Um, yeah, where the rich live, and then everyone else is in Mexico. Because why not? Um, <laughs> and then it, even in the far future, Mexico is still getting the, dicked on. He's still getting dicked on. Yeah. Um, and then a character gets like a mech suit that supports him because he gets. Um, that's that's Matt Damon. Yes. Um, so like clearly there are elements there that are like lifted straight from Halo. Do they call him Captain Master? Captain Master, <laughs> Master Chief. Was a, that was a joke. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't funny. Is no, issue? no. But, <laughs> the issue is that jokes usually are funny, and that one was not. <laughs> Captain Master. I really, I hit it away. <laughs> By just not having a punchline? It's alright, it's buried 26 minutes into this podcast, I feel like you might be alright. <laughs> By the time people get to this, like, I'm safe, I'm on yeah, dry. No, no, that's going to have really messed up your credibility. <laughs> I'm not sure I had any, mate. Oh, um, dear. Right, um, but yeah, back to Gypsy Dunder's sword. Um, My, I have a huge issue. In that movie, they keep using the term, no alloys. Like, that's better? Yeah, yeah. It's not... <laughs> The reason we use alloys is because just pig iron is shite. Like, it's it's brittle and soft. <laughs> it's, it's the, um... We're going to make this robot out of the <clears throat> finest MDF. <laughs> it's literally that. It's just, we had the option of using these fancy new alloys. We didn't. Because, fuck it. And now we're getting our ship pushed Because an alloy takes the best parts of both metals, like its hardness yeah, or, you but, know, strength, like... 
it's it, like it, it's like if they make something out of gold. Like in Iron Man, they use a gold titanium alloy for no reason. I can understand. <laughs> That's just super tech. It's like oh, it's super hard because gold titanium. Fuck it. Like the gold is really soft. Titanium is really hard. You're basically meeting somewhere in the middle. That's not quite how chemistry works. I know, but it's still also that's just like. Science jargon rubbish. It doesn't have to make science sense. Podcast with Dan Tull. God, that was really unpleasant. Hold on, hold on. If you're going to call that science jargon and nonsense, are you saying the Pacific Rim set out with a tagline of? 100% no, but at least at least it sounds like plausible. Yeah. The term "no alloys" means something, <laughs> and it means the opposite of what they wanted it to mean. They could have used the word "it's an alloy." Fine. It's a new alloy. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. And then also when they go, oh, we can use Gypsy Danger. She's all analog. I'm sorry? Analog. It's because it... She's not! Because <laughs> has a nuclear reactor on the back. The rest of them aren't powered by that. So that's what they mean when they say that. That doesn't... That's not what analog means. No, that's fundamentally not yeah, what like, that means. Uh, analog... Like, we don't... It's not like when you look at a nuclear power plant, you go, oh, yeah, that's analog power. That's analog as fuck. It's ticking gears. Uh, yeah, essentially, what they're saying is, this robot is clockwork. <laughs> Is it bollocks? It, it, I would be so into it if it was steam-powered. Clockpunk, I'm back on board. That'd be great. But it's not. If everything else was, like, you know, uh, nuke-powered, or what, I mean, what, what is the other power source? <laughs> what was that noise? That was, that was my answer to that question. Um, but yeah, if Gypsy, if Gypsy Thunder was just, um, like, clockwork and, like... It would change the aesthetic of the film quite substantially. Maybe not clockwork, maybe, maybe steam-powered, so they had to have, like, a boiler. And pop a top, pop a top hat on there. Stick a top, uh, monocle top hat pipe, and the pipe See, is the vent. You, you joke, but fundamentally, uh, a nuclear power plant is steam powered. It does, you, it does you use need uranium to heat up water to make steam to turn a turbine. So he could be wearing a top hat with a pipe. He should be. Yeah. That's probably mad more. No, it's not more efficient. What am I talking about? No. <laughs> but is this, that's a real uh, Pacific Rim moment where you used a word to mean the exact and polar <laughs> opposite of what it actually means. And on that note, we're going to call it time. On that note, can I do an off-piece first and just do an honourable mention for this topic? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, in Suicide Squad, um, Enchantress's powers in general, like there's that big fight at the end where they're all like beating the shit out of each other. And then Enchantress just goes like, enough, and then disarms the, every single one of them entirely. Like all of their weapons like fly across the plaza and just land and he... Why didn't she just do that like 15 oh, minutes before? She says in it that she wants them to like... Join her, so she's just trying to. My honourable mention that, is shit. Civil War. What is Scarlet Witch doing? She crushed Vision into the floor in one scene, and then in the next scene, for some reason, she can't. She gets nosebleeds. Fuck her. <laughs> but on that note, hey mate, whoa, whoa, okay. Suicide Squad, mention. average, average. Batman film. versus Superman. Why doesn't Superman tear Batman to pieces? <laughs> Why isn't Superman better at being Superman? <laughs> Why did their conflict end when they realised that they're both their mums were named Martha? <laughs> Right, on that note, we're going to call it time. So, if you want to let us know what you think the most underused weapon is, and we've covered a few bases, so you might struggle to think of a good one, um, you can tweet us at... At Podcast. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Or you can email us at offpeacepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast was bred for one reason. Whoa! No, actually, it's banter. Oh, Oh, fuck! It's shit!